Hey friends, how's it going? It's Mark James. Well, today is Monday. I'm about to lecture for the Magic Circle. It starts in an hour and I'm currently lying in bed because it's freezing and I've walked a lot today. I walked twice. I walked all the way up to the football club and back and I walked to town and back. And um, let's have a look at my steps. Let's get at the old Fitbit open and see what it says. I'm currently odd. Oh, this is the most annoying bit. When you've got one of those Fitbits, it doesn't have a screen and you have to check your steps via the app. I'm currently on 16.4 miles, 16.04 miles, actually, and 33,500 steps, 33,609 steps. Look at that. So I've worked it today. I've burned nearly 5,000 active calories. It's pretty good. So I'm, st- I'm trying again. I'm 19 stone nine and... Yeah, I wanted to have lost more weight for today for the Magic Circle lecture, but I still feel good. I feel like I changed my body shape from a few weeks ago a little bit to where my clothes are fitting better. I mean, Boxing Day, I put my suit on and it felt great, you know, so I'm all good. I just need to do a good lecture tonight. I found out that it's actually only an hour and a half I've got to do. And as you know, I can talk crap for longer than anyone, so I'm going to have to struggle. I'm going to struggle to squeeze it all in. But I'm going to do as much as I can. I'm going to absolutely hammer them with tricks and really squeeze in as many things as is humanly possible. So that's the plan. I think it's going to be quite good. We'll see. But that's the magic circle tonight. The day has finally arrived. And then after tonight, I've got two weeks with no shows at all. So in that time, I'm going to work on this new video project, which I haven't told you about yet. And I'm going to, uh, we're going to redecorate the outbuilding so that I've got a different backdrop because I've had some good ideas and I want to get those done. And yeah, last night, Sarah made me two Chicago town pizzas. These are those microwavable ones that I love, but she added chicken and pineapple onto them and they were amazing. <laughs> There's no denying, I loved them. I was quite pleased to have only put a pound on from yesterday to today, considering that I had KFC and didn't do any walking because it rained all day. That was good, really. I mean, I might eat tonight after the lecture. Considering it's at seven and it's only an hour and a half, I'll be back in the house by nine. So I might have a little something just to, you know, it's Monday and then I've got the two fast days. I was going to do three, but who knows? See how I feel later. I'm not that stressed, to be honest. Two weeks before the next gig, that's going to be the new goal, to have the new backdrop and really understand the tech better and just do something really good. I just want to do something really good. I think that's all any of us can want, isn't it? Just want to make something brilliant. And that's where I'm at. So we caught up with Britain's Got Talent. And I have to say, the Christmas episode I thought was terrible. My friend Ben was on there, Ben Hart. I thought his trick, I thought he did well. And the method was very fooling. And it was loads and loads of different methods going on. And he's very clever. And he's obviously an unstoppably good performer. But the heart of the problem with that particular trick is that a, a flat brown Christmas cake, which is, of course, traditional, is not an inherently impressive object to produce. So for all this magic was spotless and he did a great spot, the the object that comes out at the end, I think, is a bit, um, it's not that exciting. So I thought he delivered on the brief that I know he was given, but And he was the best thing on there, by the way, and he always is, of course. There were two other magicians on there, one of whom I know a little bit to say hello to and uh, is great if you like that sort of thing. The other one, I'm not a big fan of, like, quite formulaic 
the pro I don't think there have been any magicians really on Britain's Got Talent since Ben because all of the magic acts go on and I've moaned about this before but all the magic acts go on and they sort of do um right you pick a number now you pick a place and now you pick this and you pick that and oh look it's engraved on this thing that you didn't know was in your pocket the whole time and I want to see visual magic. I think we need to stop calling that sort of thing magic, really. It, the, the public don't understand the difference between magicians and mentalists. And I don't really like mentalists. And that's fine. I don't really like illusionists. So it's nothing against any particular act. It's just that that's not really my bag. If I'm seeing someone who's going to be called by the program a magician, I want to see them do magic. I want to know that they're showing some hard-earned, sleight-of-hand skills and that I'm being dazzled by something that would fool me as much if I was in the room than, you know, a process-heavy formula that involves predestined things. And I don't know. I'm not having a go. It's just not my thing. But that's the magic. And I feel like I've got to talk about that, really, because I'm a magician. But putting that aside, there were dance acts on, which I always think are boring. There were combinations of multiple acts and, you know, the sum of... Putting average acts together does not make them twice as good. It just means you're watching twice as much boring stuff at the same time. If anything, it's more boring. It's annoying because there's twice as much of it. And then just when you think it can't get any worse, Alicia Dixon sang. <laughs> and that's really the crux of what I wanted to talk about. They took that guy Tokyo that was a brilliantly entertaining piano player who used the light show and all of that to make like an explosively good piano playing act. And they basically turned him into a, not even a cruise ship, a ferry lounge piano playing accompanist to a really, really bad ballad singer. I mean, Alicia Dixon, she's not a singer, is she? She was the edgy rap one in, was it Mystique she was in? She was the edgy rap one. And then she sang, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And it was awful. I mean, it was painfully awful. So the best two things in the show, Ben Hart was great. Alicia was terrible. And then somewhere in the midst, there was a dog act. Now, I normally quite like the dog act, but this one was a bit under-rehearsed. And this dog was new since last time she was on. And, you know, it wasn't really great. What really I got to wondering was, what does the dog think is happening? What does the dog think is going on during that show? Does the dog know it's doing a show? Does it know there's 10 million people watching it at home? <laughs> Is it the same to the dog in the garage or the living room as it is on the Britain's Got Talent stage? Or is the dog thinking, oh, God, we've got a big gig tonight. Like, this isn't familiar. What are we doing in London? We had to get the train. Why am I wearing a dicky bow? I don't normally wear a dicky bow when we practice this at home. Like, what? I uh, don't know. I don't really know what what goes through the dog's head. Other than, oh, we're doing this again, are we? Is this what I've got to do now to get a biscuit? Can't I just be fed? Does the dog want to do that? Is the dog enjoying being part of a comedy duo? I don't know. But they certainly, those dogs certainly seem to love their owners. And, you know, I suppose that if you're doing this thing with your dog, your dog's getting a lot of exercise. It's learning to be very clever. And presumably it's bonding with an owner. I mean, surely that's better than the dog just sitting on the couch and the owner sitting with it and the two of them just watching tell it together. 
you know, there must be a bond that exists between a dog trainer and a dog owner to do an act like that that goes way beyond that of a normal dog owner. I don't know. But anyway, I just thought the show in general was, I mean, David did comedy. My mate, Steve Royal, my good old pal, who's one of the most genuinely nice, talented and funny performers you're ever going to have the fortune to see had about a 10-second segment where he opened the door in an advent calendar with two balls in his mouth because he did the ball juggling thing that I think, I think, well, I don't want to say Michael Davis invented it, but he's certainly the person who I think most modern jugglers saw do it and got the idea from. But he opened a door with two balls in his mouth that were painted green to look like Brussels sprouts, but he couldn't really see them. And he delivered one line and then he was off. And that was it. I mean, why get him all the way down to London to do one line behind a door, especially when he was so loved on the last season and he's brilliant? Like, what was that about? It didn't make any sense to me. And that David Williams is supposed to be a comedian. I don't think he did anything to further that aim in this show. Amanda sang, and that was all right. I mean, she is at very least a singer. And Ashley Banjo danced, so they all did their skill. But even that was a bit dull. It was just shite. It was a bad Britain's Got Talent. And I love that programme. I mean, I like the bad acts the best. When someone's absolutely dreadful, that is the best. I never watch the judgments. Good or bad, we fast forward past the bit where the judges talk. We just watch the acts. But the bad ones are usually the best bit. But on this, it was people who are all brilliant in their own right and have thousands of fans and have clearly have been asked back on the show to do the thing that they're best at. I mean, Mark Spellman was killer when he did X and stuff the first time, but I just feel like he got a bit of a short shrift by the fact that they all have bunched together and there had to be a triple thing of magic. You know, I don't think it did anyone any favours, really. Obviously, exposure won't do anyone any harm and it's all forgotten about, isn't it? You were on, the t- you were on this and you are on the Christmas special, boom, have all this money for loads of gigs. Fair play. The people who go on these shows take risks beyond that of many of us. But I think it's a shame when the show really painted them all into a corner and didn't do anyone any favours. Anyway, I've moaned enough. I'm going to go and lecture for the Magic Circle. I'll let you know tomorrow how it goes. Hopefully, I'll tell you that it was brilliant. (laughs) Fingers crossed, eh? Bye, friends.